welcome to not so corporate this is wild because i feel like we've manifested this for forever um my name is christine faircloth and i am one half of the not so corporate corporate girly team um and i am here with my co-host slash best friend slash co-founder slash co um worker is there any other like co's that i'm missing um Maybe like co-partner in crime <laughs> yeah co-partner co-everything sloan clay woohoo <laughs> i know and we are super excited to be finally putting this together how long have we been talking about a podcast i feel like i've been badgering you about this since we met probably since yeah we first met on our first off-site and yeah we always dreamed about having a podcast so this is crazy this is crazy and the power of manifestation is clearly um a thing because we're super excited um and yeah i feel like we should also mention that like I feel like our friendship kind of was love at first sight. Like we, I feel like, I feel like I've known you for literally ever. And what's it been like six months, eight months? (laughs) (laughs) Not long, not long, but yes, love at first sight. You got to stick together whenever you find like a good girl in corporate America. (laughs) Absolutely. And yeah, we came from, um, a good situation turned not so good and we made the freaking best of it and now we are really making the best of it doing all of the things so it's been literally amazing super exciting super exciting we should hop into it let's introduce ourselves and tell the people who the heck we are and why they should listen to this podcast <laughs> so like i said my name is christine faircloth I'm not gonna be faircloth for much longer thank god Um, I am not a corporate girl by trade or education. I think that's a really cool thing about both of us, Sloane, is like neither one of us really like went to school thinking like we were going to enter the corporate space. Um, but yeah, I went to school and had no idea what I wanted to do. I went through like 10 different things. I was like, okay, I'm going to be exercise science and then I thought I was going to be a nurse and then I um happenstance landed on elementary education have no idea how I got to that point honestly but picked elementary education and I was a college lacrosse player so I you know was just constantly busy it seemed like an easy major so I was like heck yeah let's do it that sounds great play with some little kids literally nothing else to do so I was like okay well I guess I'll take this seriously and while I was doing my student teaching I was like wow yeah I'm not really teaching at all I'm actually doing a lot of counseling and I kind of like this so I decided to go back and get my master's in counseling which I'm sure my parents were super thrilled about that they got to pay for more schooling for me because four years wasn't enough So I went to school to get my master's to be a school counselor and worked as a high school counselor and absolutely loved it. But I know I've like told you before, Sloan, like it's literally no joke, the education world right now. And I just had an admin who didn't support me, hated me. I did not like them. And I got literally two personal days for the entire year. And... When my dad passed away, I was told that I couldn't take any days off to go to his funeral. So I was like, you know what? We're out. We're done with this. This this is not working for me. 
So decided to leave at the end of the school year and shout out, I ended up getting connected with George from the Shift Group, which is a really great organization. I will give them a free shout out because I really believe in what they're doing. Um, And they got me hooked up with the tech company and helped me break into the tech world working as an SDR, a sales development rep. And it was kind of crazy, like such a change from, you know, obviously working with high school kids and helping them navigate being like 14 through 18 years old to, you know, calling CEOs of big companies and getting yelled at over the phone. Um, It was a huge, huge transition, um, but a really good one and one that I'm really, really glad that I made because I feel like because of, you know, taking that like leap of faith that I did, I've made a lot of really, really great connections, which obviously if I hadn't have taken that leap of faith, Sloan, I wouldn't have met you. So that's where that's where I'm at today. And that's kind of how, you know, I got into the tech industry in a nutshell. Yeah, that's a, that's a big switch that you did. I can't imagine going from education to cold calling (laughs) and what a switch that was, but I totally can relate. I did not come from the tech world either. I was a wedding planner for six years and was absolutely obsessed with everything wedding planning everything events everything florals and all the things that didn't tie me to a desk didn't tie me to inside um and I absolutely loved that but then COVID came and really changed the way the world looked and weddings weren't 150 people 400 people it was 15 maybe it was you know maybe an elopement so it was really hard to justify like making a living you know, whenever I had, so I had picked up my world and moved it to across the sea in Hawaii and I wasn't able to have weddings there. It wasn't, you know, sustainable to continue living. And some of my friends on the island were working remote jobs so they could really dive into like island living and living, you know, day to day and not just living to work, which I really found inspiring. And that's kind of why I started looking into remote jobs. That's all I wanted was a remote job. I didn't care what it was. I wanted to work from my computer maybe from the beach a few times and, you know, Mm -hmm. make money there but continue traveling because I didn't really get that opportunity growing up to travel and see the world. So once I got on my own after I graduated college, like I really dove into just saying yes to myself and whatever I wanted to do at that moment, I really became, you know, able to do that. And I was looking at maybe recruiting jobs. That's, that was my first, um, offer was in medical recruiting and ended up turning that down because I got an even better offer um, at the tech company that we met at and it was a great situation I broke into tech I met some amazing and inspiring people I learned a lot I had no idea the difference between outreach Salesforce, sales loft like they all looked oh my god yeah months Mm -hmm. so just going through that I mean I picked up a lot of things I feel like I became a lot more like cut to the point I'm not like a beat around the bush I'm definitely you know got some corporate things now ingrained in me but definitely don't live like the corporate lifestyle I love to travel I love to be free and working as a you know sales rep or co-founder now it gives you so much freedom and 
really stoked to kind of just bring everyone into the podcast and kind of make work not so boring. I think that's kind of like our motto is making making the day-to-day not so monotonous, not making it so, you know, streamlined and just kind of like bringing laughter and joking and, and some like funny memes even to, mm-hmm. to the work day. I think it's also really important to note too that a big um, driving force for both of us to be working remote jobs is because we like being at home with our dogs. <laughs> um, we both have dogs who we have a slight, you know, obsession. I don't wanna, yeah, I was gonna say like codependent. I was gonna say codependency. Honestly, like that was the word I was looking for. Like yes. infatuation, however you say it, codependency, obsession. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's something serious, y'all. So yeah, we we just kind of hit it off on literally everything, and I think we need to talk about too, like the transition going from like SDRs, where basically like kind of that's the basis of this podcast is like talking to SDRs, you know, like seeing what it's like in their lives and being like in the trenches, but like talking about the transition that we have gone from being SDRs to now co-founders who are in their 20s (laughs) yeah in their like mid-20s don't really know what the hell we're doing and like just trying to make it work yeah like do you ever feel like you have like imposter syndrome because like I do you know I did whenever I first started out at the first company that we were with I was like, when are they going to find out that I have no freaking clue what I'm doing? And I was just so scared for that day. But then, you know what? Once I started seeing success in my numbers and and hitting that quota and really just driving revenue, I I found a really great pride in that. Like, I was really proud Mm -hmm. of – I was so scared to be measured by a number. I had never been measured by a number. I was measured by if the bride and groom thought their wedding was, you know – good enough absolutely and there's nothing really to measure that on it's just a personal level but whenever you log into outreach you can see your daily activity you can see every single number of every single thing that you did and I was terrified and once I started booking one meeting or you know six meetings or nine meetings a week I was really proud of that but I definitely now that we're in a different situation of being co-founders and really seeing like it's kind of up to us to take this thing off the ground and if we don't if we don't do it then it's not gonna work so I definitely am like how did I get here but it really is just because the people that we met at our previous situation just it's that it takes one person or two people to like change the way that your life is gonna go 100% and I also think I don't know I feel like it's worth noting too like the idea of sales is so like motivating but also so can be so demeaning and like I think I don't know I feel like I keep saying like oh that's kind of the basis of this podcast but like it kind of is like that's literally what we wanted to like bring authenticity I can't talk like authenticity to is the Mm -hmm. fact that like it's just so full of like highs and lows and ups and downs and like you just literally never know like day by day and it's funny because like Sloan like we that meeting that we were literally just on and you know that other founder of that company was saying you know like it's just kind of like a wave that you have to ride and there's so many like ups and downs and startups and luckily we have been blessed with another amazing co-founder who you know is just 
I don't even know how you describe him. Like, he's definitely going to be a guest on here because I feel like the world needs to hear his logic. Yeah, his story, his logic, everything. And it's just so, like... Every time I think about his product and what he's created, I'm baffled. I am, like, I can't imagine what the back end of that company or, like, what his first thought was because we saw him, like, writing on um, white whiteboards with markers and, like... To see it come to life and see what it was just a second ago, I mean, wow. Like, it's – I want to learn how to do yeah. it so bad. I do, too. And I think that's, like, the great thing about this is, like, we, like, yeah, got that, like, imposter syndrome kind of sometimes still of, like, being a co-founder and, like, not really knowing, like, what's going on. And we're just kind of figuring it out day by day. But, like, we're aligned, I feel like, with, like, literally the best people possible to to do all this. Um, yeah, I got really fortunate with our network. We really. really did. And like, I just feel like I need to say for the record, like this was, this was dropped in our lap. Like Sloan and I were down bad for a little while. And, um, this was fully like, uh, I don't even know what you would call it. Like a manifestation times 10,000 that this all like worked out. So what she's saying, we were down bad. Um, <laughs> I had just been casted to go on the 27th season of The Bachelor and quit my first tech job on a whim and was flown out to LA and was there in the hotel for five days. And as soon as filming was about to start, they came to my room with a plane ticket and said, actually, you're not going on the show, so see you later. Um, And I came back after... It was crazy. It was five days that I had quit my job. Yeah, then it wasn't. And that's totally okay. And once I came back, I had no idea. I was just taking any interview I could get. Um, Had gotten a few offers. And then, yeah, my previous manager called me up and was like, hey, I'm starting this. Want to come on? I'm asking Christine, like, let's go. And she was going through her own thing as well. Mm, Yeah, that was a time. But, yeah, basically what um, Sloan is saying is she's the really interesting one on this podcast. And I don't know about that. I would say you have an interesting lifestyle as well. We just live two different lives. You're in Tennessee, and you have horses and a farm. And maybe I came from that life in Paris, Texas, but now I live in L.A. and living the West Coast dream. <laughs> you are. And it honestly is so much fun, too, Sloan, because, like, at the end of the day, like, yes, our relationship started as like coworkers, but like now we're planning trips across the world together and like it's just so much fun to like have and somebody not to that mention, I think I might be in your bridal party. Not for certain yet, but we don't even know each other a year and that's the kind of relationship that we've had. Yes, I can confirm that that, <laughs> that is happening. It's just so crazy, but I feel like we should probably talk about kind of like I feel like we've talked about, like, a little bit about what the podcast is going to be like, but I kind of want to dive into what exactly, like, obviously, I feel like podcasts are, like, ever-evolving things, but just, like, what we, what our intentions are for the podcast. Basically, like, our whole idea for the podcast, and Sloan, like, jump in whenever, was that we wanted to have authentic conversations with people who are doing the dirty work. And, you know, typically, like, when you hear podcasts, it's all interviews with, like, 
C-suite people and people who like basically sound like they have all of their like, I mean, for lack of better words, like, yeah, they have all their shit together. And like, that is not how they started. And like, if you are in sales or in any sort of like corporate tech, any, any industry, like that's not how it goes. Like you start from the bottom and you're doing the crappiest work um, and the hardest work, honestly, for the least pay. So I feel like that's kind of where like our intentions were with like starting this podcast was we wanted to have conversations with those people so that other, you know, sales reps or anybody who kind of is like in the trenches could know that like there are other people who are going through the same stuff as them and then hopefully gain some sort of value out of what they're doing, what their sequences are like, like, you know, anything like that. Yeah, I also want to like talk about like the shitty times because day to day it's it's not like the most fun job now I will say once you get that commission check I'll do it again and again and again so 100% I mean we want to talk about the nitty-gritty but we also want to talk about you know things that you've learned or things that have happened since or why you even got into the tech world I feel like nobody ever thinks I'm going to I'm going to go into tech sales. I'm going to be an SDR. That's, you know, I'm going to be an yeah. executive. Now maybe some people are, but like I never even knew what it was. I got into this this world because I wanted a remote job. That's all I gave a shit about. Then I fell in yeah. love with the people mostly. Now and and just all the things that come with it. So it's not going to be just about the happy times. We want to talk about the hard times or, you know, things like that of that nature and, and really give people that don't ever get heard a voice and, like, the people that are doing the hard work and then passing the meeting and all their hard work to the account executive with maybe, like, one pat on the shoulder and, like, a hell yeah. Like, nobody yeah. really ever gets a huge thank you. And as an Enneagram too, I love a thank you. It goes so far for me. So... We want to hear about your wins. We want to hear about your losses. We want to hear about your struggles and your frustrations. So, yeah, we really just want to give those people that don't have a voice a voice and a platform to speak about their experience. Also, we should note that, yes, we are co-founding this company. But because we are co-founding a startup, like, that does not mean that we're not doing the grimy work right now like we are in the trenches we are you know it is top of mind for us like yes we're full cycle right now um pretty much like would you say we're full cycle yeah like we're full cycle for the most part I don't even freaking know um that's like how new we are but no like we we understand and so we're not in a position where it's like oh yeah we co-found this company and like we're not doing that anymore (laughs) like we are still doing it we're still making the cold calls um yeah I think that's kind of all I have like this was really just an episode that we wanted to introduce ourselves make us known and then um do like a weekly podcast and just interview real life people who are doing a real life what can be very rewarding, what can be a very crappy job. I think you you wrapped it up for us. So, yeah, stoked to continue, excited for some of the guests we're going to bring on and excited to hear everyone's story.